What is up, my fellow car enthusiasts? You're listening to the 509 Car Club podcast. Um, I know we've kind of been on a little bit of a break, but we're back now. We'll, uh, we got some good some good topics for today. <clears throat> some quite interesting ones, actually. But yeah, let's hop right into it. So, I like how we don't even say the episode number. <laughs> yeah, this is... I think we're on season two. I'm pretty sure I changed it to season two. Oh, that's good. I think this is season two, episode two. Does that mean we're going to have to do like a whole two hour one since we missed the... Yeah, we, we kind of didn't do the hour and a half episode or whatever we were going to do. Two hour podcast. Two hour pod. Do you guys want a two hour podcast? <laughs> I mean, I guess it'd be good if you're like driving a long distance, but it's a long ass podcast. Mm-hmm. No, we'll definitely put out something interesting for i don't know like the 20th episode or some shit we'll do that but anyways so we were browsing and we saw an article about hennessy and hennessy is um a texas tuning company who usually tunes um cars built by chevy Anyways, they're offering a tuning package for um, the new C8 Corvette, and you can do like a $5,000 upgrade all the way up to a $35,000 upgrade, and you can, they put twin turbos on it, on the V8, it's the LT2 6.2 liter V8, flat flat plane crank, and It'll be pushing, depending on how much money you want to spend. If you got like the full package, it'd be pushing 1,200 horsepower. And um, has like a full body kit, you know, spoiler. It has racing stripes. It's got new wheels. I mean, it, it has everything. Um, and the, the ZR1 variant is going to be having like 800 horsepower. So, I mean, if you just don't want to wait for the ZR1 and you just want to get the Hennessy one, then you can just drop, you know, twenty to thirty-five thousand dollars and get a twelve hundred horsepower C eight Corvette. That sounds like a fucking death trap. Mm-hmm. Because that's think about it, that's not that expensive. I mean, let's say you buy the Corvette for seventy thousand dollars and then send it to Hennessy and pay another thirty five grand and they do the thing to it. Now you have a twelve hundred horsepower sports car mid-engine sports car making for for only a hundred and five thousand dollars that's a bargain honestly that might have to be the way to go i think the government's trying to uh work through chevy to kill people <laughs> but this is this is called population control mm-hmm. no that's actually a really good deal honestly if if i'm thinking that's why there's american flags on the wing <laughs> What? Because the government owns the car. No. <laughs> but yeah, there is. So it has the fat carbon spoiler, right? And then on the top of the spoiler, it has Hennessy written all across it. But on the sides of the wing, it has an American flag. And then it has a red and blue stripe going down the middle. It has a front splitter. It has a little roof intake induct that goes into the cabin. It has more aggressive side skirts. And I think they put new wheels on it as well. I mean, it looks good. It looks like some something you could do in GTA. 
Yeah, it looks like like the like the Forza edition <laughs> of the C8. C8. That's what it looks like. But it looks pretty good. It looks. I mean, if I saw that driving around town, I'd probably think it's like a McLaren P1 or something. Yeah. Like the like that right there. I think honestly, I think those are the same or very similar wheels to the McLaren P1. I think. I- Yeah. Very similar. Yeah, they are pretty similar. Count the spokes. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Damn. Ten spokes, <laughs> black rims, similar style. They stole these wheels from McLaren Fuel. They stole so much from everybody. <laughs> but yeah, so they also change the internals. So you can have up to 1,200 horsepower. The twin turbo system will be fitted with forged aluminum pistons with a 10 to 1 compression ratio. Forged steel connecting rods and an upgraded and fortified factory dual clutch transmission. Also, a stainless steel exhaust will be offered right away. Then, as soon as the as a computer tuning becomes available for the LT2 engine, a 700 horsepower supercharger will become available. A full Brembo brake system and an adjustable Penske suspension will be offered later as well. I don't know if I said that right. I think I did Penske. And then they also uh, Hennessy's carbon aero carbon fiber body upgrades for the C8 include a front splitter, a roof air scoop, and a rear carbon fiber wing with American flags on the side. Hennessy script on top, just like the Porsche script on the wing of the GT3 and the GT2 RS. So, I mean, for $35,000 to get all that with 1200 horsepower with a freaking uh, carbon fiber release package on it, I mean, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's say, like, after, you know, tax and all that shit. Let's say you're at $125,000 for that. Hey, that's a pretty good Alright, speaking of fast cars that are somewhat cheap, that people can get their hands on and possibly kill other people. Ford Mustang. The Mustang Shelby I don't know if you guys have seen this, but some teenager who bought a 2020 Shelby GT500 uh, took it to a, the drag strip. So apparently, a teenager calling him calling himself Speed Phenom <laughs> just posted a video on YouTube showing his world record quarter mile run in his 2024 Mustang Shelby GT500. After a full day of runs, he posted a time of 10.665. At 132.96 miles per hour, Ford claims a 3.3 second 0 to 60 miles per hour launch and a 10.7 quarter mile time. So, Ford posted 10.7, and this kid beat the posted quarter mile time by Ford and got the 10.66 fire. The 2020 Shelby GT500 is powered by a 760 horsepower supercharged 5.2 liter V8 paired with a 7-speed dual-clutch automatic transmission. 
I think they offer a manual. Six feet manual. Pretty dope. I'm pretty sure they do. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. Quite easy. So the YouTube seconds at 132.96 miles per hour. From the video, we can tell that this was probably the first time this dude was driven on a drag strip because he was the drag strip staff there to answer his questions and concerns. He asked this co-pilot at one point, did I let off too early? Do you think? So, I mean, if this, if that was this kid's first time ever going on the drag strip and he took his GT500 out there and then set a crazy time. Honestly, it's nerve wracking. Straight line. No, it is. Like, it's not about the straight line. It's about the competition. Mm -hmm. It's mainly just the beginning. That's all it is. Every, you know, everybody can freaking put the pedal to the metal and shift the gear. But like, the launch is everything. Mm -hmm. The launch... The timing, the placement, like that's the stuff you gotta learn and you gotta freaking get down. Like that's, oh yeah. 90% of the race is one at the start. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it is kind of nerve wracking. You know, you're waiting for the tree lights to fucking do, 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 green. Um, you know, did I leave too early? Was I too, you know, fall off the line? Was my reaction time crap? Can't shift too slow. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that goes to it. But apparently, to achieve his fastest time, which took what seems like an entire day, Speed Phenom had near-perfect conditions. He had the launch control system maxed out to 3,200 RPM um, and used the GTA... Oh, it has a freaking line lock feature. Damn. So the, the GT500 has a line lock feature. Had the rear tire set at 24 PSI. The drag strip staff is shown explaining to him how this works. And he had a well-prepared surface. Oh, so he had all the odds in his favor. But you could definitely tell he didn't know what the hell he was doing. But having a brand new car with that much power, it was murdering cats. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Trying to launch. Having a car with that much power, um, not only being brand new, automatic, seven-speed dual-clutch transmission with line lock, like, you better run a good time. Like, <laughs> like he had his, he had freaking launch control. He had his tires set at twenty four psi, and the drag staff, the drag staff was helping him and everything. So, I mean, he had all the odds in his favor. All he had to do was slam on the gas and shift with a paddle, I guess. But that is crazy. I mean, a ten, a car running ten point six six five out of the factory. That's fast. That's that's pretty fucking quick. Not gonna lie. I mean, I think that right, so next crazy thing, talking about absurd shit. Um, looking at right now a quad turboed. That's right. I said quad turboed Honda Civic on tracks is the right way to tackle the snow. That is the title of this article. Does it make sense? Not really. Is it awesome? Definitely. 
Not all projects have to go for maximum efficiency or power. They can be outrageously pointless and still be fun. Need proof? Just take a look at this quad turbo Honda Civic. This thing is insane. The car was built by Kyle Williams for his YouTube channel, Boosted Lifestyle. He bought it with a 1.6 liter B16 inline four packing forged internals and decided to bolt on not one, not two, not three, but four Borge Warner KO3 turbochargers. Cut up the factory exhaust manifold and fabricated tubes to make everything fit, and it looks as absurd as you can. And then there's a video of him starting it up for the first time. Originally, Williams wanted to mount the turbos in front of the motor, but with a radiator in the way, he ended up mounting them in the uh, spectacular fashion you see here, which is all on the side. Um, so the turbos are pointing straight out the front. Right. That's crazy. <laughs> of course, having so many turbos isn't exactly the most efficient way to make power, but the car does make boost. I would I would assume it probably does build boost. Hopefully. I mean, if you have that many turbos, one for each exhaust outlet, I reckon <laughs> you're making boost. That was like the, the sequential tin, twin turbos they would have on like the 2J or the RB26. One for each um, three cylinders. Then he has literally one for each cylinder. That's a lot of power. Yeah. How much do you think it makes? I don't know. It doesn't say. I wish it did. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that's crazy. Putting tracks on it, too. I mean, I'm sure that's some Ken Block shit. A beast in the snow. Is it front wheel drive still? Yeah. Because he only has tracks in the front, I believe. Yeah. That's crazy. Alright. More absurd shit. Tesla patents laser beams that clean a car's glass. The technolo technology could ensure cameras used for the autopilot driver assist system have a clear view of the road. So... Tesla has filed a patent for the process of cleaning a vehicle's glass surface using laser beams. The laser cleaning process could clean dirt and other debris blocking the view of a camera used for advanced driver assistance features. Tesla also says the lasers could be used to clean the surfaces of solar panels. So Tesla CEO Elon Musk is notoriously skeptical that automakers need laser scanners, also known as LiDAR sensors, to develop truly self-driving cars. Anyone relying on LiDAR is doomed, Musk declared at a Tesla event in April 2019. But a recent patent claim suggests Tesla may have found a use for lasers after all. Although they won't be looking down the road, Tesla has filed a patent for a system that uses lasers to clean glass, including the glass in front of cameras used for advanced driver assistance such as autopilot. According to the patent, such a system could use cam cameras to detect debris on windshields, side or rear glass, or camera sensors. Or camera lens, my bad. A laser would then irradiate the debris, burning it off the windshield. An illustration accompanying the patent filing shows a Tesla Model S with lasers mounted on the hood, fender, and the B pillar to clean forward and side-facing cameras. A patent doesn't mean that this technology is guaranteed to reach the road, of course. The technology will first have to prove that it's reliable, affordable, and improvement over existing technology. 
We assume any laser-based system that would have more success than windshield washer fluid at removing bug guts and other stubborn dirt. What are your thoughts on that? I'm scared of, like, people inside. Like, is it going to blind them? You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're in a wrong position at a wrong time, the laser just... Um, I can see, like, what your concern is, but it's Elon Musk. That's true. So, he, that was probably definitely, like, one of the first things that he probably yeah. thought of. Mm-hmm. And then he'd be like, oh, we we'll just do this. Mm-hmm. So... You just come up with this solution instantly. Yeah. No, he definitely probably had that thought as well. Um, and then quickly made a fix. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we could just do this, or, you know, the angle of the glass, or whatever. He, like, never thought about it, and then just ends up killing somebody. <laughs> Jesus. Population control. It's all the government. Mm-hmm. What can I say? That's crazy. I think this might talk about that a little more. Population control? No. That's blinding <laughs> people. The patent describes pulse pulsing the laser at a calibrated rate or coating the glass with an indium tin oxide coating to ensure that the beam doesn't pass through the glass and damage materials or components on the other side of the glass. That production would also presumably also benefit any human occupants inside the vehicle as well. Tesla also mentions using the technology to clean debris from the glass and glass-like coatings used on photovoltaic solar panels. Anything that blocks sunlight from reaching a solar panel reduces the amount of power the panel produces. Well, that'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you bought solar panels, would they have, like, little laser beams set up, like, in front of the solar panels that would, like, clean it off, like, once or twice a day or whatever? Like, automatically? That's a dog. It is a dog. That's a good question, though. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Like, let's say, like, you get solar panels on your roof. Like, would you have a laser beam? That's the real question. This this podcast is full of absurd stuff. Yes. So our next absurd topic is um, Dubai has bought or ordered a Tesla Cybertruck um, to use in their police force. I mean, I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely not surprised. The Dubai police posted an image of a Tesla Cybertruck police car on Twitter announcing that one of the electric pickups will join the fleet in 2020. The Cybertruck was unveiled last week in Los Angeles, but production is not expected to start until at least late 2021. As of today, Tesla CEO Elon Musk has tweeted that his electric vehicle company has received more than 250,000 Cybertruck reservations, presumably including this one from Dubai. Imagine you're just getting chased by a truck. A cyber truck. A cyber truck. That's insane. The Dubai police force is known for having a flashy fleet of chase cars, like Lamborghinis, Bugattis. And now the force has announced on Twitter that the newly unveiled Tesla Cybertruck will be its latest edition. Its tweet shows what such a cop car might look like. Dubai Police Major General Abdullah Khalifa Al-Mahdi told Arabian Business the all-electric pickup will be used as a patrol car in locations popular with tourists. The Cybertruck isn't the only fast car the Dubai cops added this week. Oh, God. Would they really? Add? 
On Monday, Force announced that it would also acquire a Mercedes AMG GT 63S, which joined an Aston Martin 177, a Bentley Continental GT, a Bugatti Veyron, a Ferrari FF, and a Lamborghini Inventador, among others already in the group. Among the features that may have caught the Force's eye, the Cybertruck is claimed to have bulletproof windows, and all Cybertrucks come equipped with adjustable air suspension that can be raised or lowered on the go, providing up to 16 inches of ground clearance. Dubai Police's budget must be hefty considering the cars it already has, so we can suspect that it'll be optimized for that top model. The tri-motor version, which Tesla claims will essentially teleport from 0 to 60 in 2.9 seconds. Teleport. That's just like the reference because it's so fast. But 0 to 60 in 2.9 seconds in a freaking truck. And it offers 500 miles of range. I'd rather drive that 500 miles than drive any other truck for 10. (laughs) Um, As you guys definitely know, Avery doesn't like trucks. I'm going to make him drive one, though. <laughs> like, I remember way back, Will tried to get me to drive his truck. I even, really? Yeah. I was like, no, dude, not doing Should we make a YouTube channel where we just blow trucks up? Yes. Join that one, dude. <laughs> yeah. With someone diesel. I don't know if you guys have seen him, but he gets quite a bit of hate for destroying nah, trucks. No, he does a good job. <laughs> He's doing this world a favor. But, yeah, he buys, like, $65,000 Duramaxes and then <laughs> takes an axe to him like nothing. Yeah. But he says he's only making like eleven dollars a month on YouTube, which he's got four hundred like seventy three thousand subscribers, mm-hmm. and he's getting like a consistent like three to five hundred thousand views. He's got to be making, but oh, his his videos also don't have ads on them. Yeah. So, so if he lost like his ad revenue, he might. I don't know if he cusses in his videos. I mean, if he's blowing shit up, probably. Yeah. If you cuss in your videos, you can't get paid, huh? I think so. I don't know how that all works. Because it's funny to watch, like, YouTube channels who start out, like, you know, they'll be at, like, 10,000, and they'll be, like, cussing a lot and everything. And then once they start getting big, they start bleeping shit out because mm-hmm. they want to get paid. They're trying to, trying to make that dough. I think that's part of the reason why they're making everybody select if it's for kids or not, so they know how to, like, separate it. Yeah. I wonder, maybe maybe you can still get paid if you cuss in your videos, but you can get paid more. Well, I mean, yeah, because you get more viewers. Yeah. Because you can go to, like, a wider audience. Mm-hmm. Dude, I was looking up uh, statistics on Mr. Beast. <laughs> Dude, the amount of money that guy brings in mm-hmm. was, uh, I mean, he has, like, 25.6 million Subscribers so, something now. like that. Uh, like six mil views a day, roughly. He, has, he makes, no, I think, yeah. He gets like 118 million views a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. That is a lot of views. Like, people grinded 10 years to get 100 mil, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he makes over $5 million just from rich. Like a year? In a year. Damn, that's why he's giving away so much money. You know, um, Denny Duncan's uh, website, like Forrest Birch, was the most visited website in Black Friday. Really? Yeah. Like just 
He made $1.1 million in sales in the month of November. Damn. He had like 18.2 thousand sales. For the first time he's a millionaire? Oh, no, he's been a millionaire. He's making a lot of money from YouTube. He's at just over 3 million subs, I think. But he gets a lot of views, and he's definitely making a lot of money from merch. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you brought in 1.1 just a month. Yeah. I mean, you know, fucking 400, 500,000 of that was spent on buying the actual product. Probably less than that, since he probably gets his shit for hella cheap. Yeah. Since he's buying so much, you know. He probably gets fucking t-shirts for like four bucks. And then sells them for 20. Or however much he sells them for, probably like 15. But now he had a big sale going on. But yeah, Mr. apparently Mr. Beast makes like 15 mil a year. A year? Yeah. From YouTube, his, his ads, and his... Um. Oh, his merch. Like that's fucking crazy. crazy. Well, and and his fucking sponsors too. They're giving him a bunch of money. Oh yeah. So I mean, just he has so much income, dude. Have you watched any of his videos? Yeah. He he just gives away money. Yeah. Like just like it tosses like, like down the case like ten cents to. Yeah, like he gave away uh, one. Fortnite streamer, seventy thousand mm. dollars. Mm. Like that's crazy. Yeah, I, I watch him do it all the time. He'd be like, he'll go into like uh, streamers who have zero views, and then he'll he'll hop on there, and he'd be like, let's see if we can get their attention. And he gives them like three thousand dollars, <laughs> and they're like, they just start freaking out. Mm-hmm. And or he'd be like, they'd be like about to start a Fortnite match, and he'd be like, if you win this game, you get twenty grand, mm-hmm. and then the person would be like. He's just playing. And then he'd give him, like, a thousand dollars. He'd be like, this is not a joke. <laughs> like, we'd be like, oh, $50,000 game of hide-and-go-seek. Yeah. And he just gives his friend money and cars and everything. That's insane. I don't. I haven't seen his house, though. That shit's got to be big. Yeah. He's doing... In a couple days, he's doing some giveaway for a million dollars. Really? Yeah, like, because he does, like, challenges with his friends. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. That's all we have for you today. Um, we hope to drop a couple more podcasts in the next coming days. Um, but, yeah, guys, have a good one. What's up, guys? You're listening to the 509 Car Club podcast. If you're a car enthusiast from the 509, then you're in the right place. If you're not from the 509, then stay and listen because we might say something relevant.